0: Uh, And we are live, live, live. (laughs) Hello, hello, I'm Andrew Jenkins. And this is a short countdown timer to help the various live feeds catch up and settle down, folks. And we're hanging out uh, today with Steve Whittle, um, founder of Male Suicide Prevention Charity. Tough to talk, folks, so interesting topic this morning. And uh, yeah, this week, it's a sensitive theme, folks, and uh, we will need... We'll need to handle this with respect and with care. And our topic today is from silence to male suicide uh, prevention and business triumph. So, we're going to explore the stigma surrounding male suicide. That's where we're heading today. And we're just waiting for the feed to come up. I uh, can't see it yet, but I'm hoping it'll be there in a second. Tap to join. There we go. I'm in. Hopefully, we've got people joining in. So, please give us a A shout out in the comments so we know we're there. So there's Sarah's comment. So we're exploring the stigma uh, surrounding male suicide prevention and uh, to help us foster more understanding and support, folks. And uh, give us a quick wave, Steve. There's Steve, and we've got uh, Tilly Davis joined in. Fantastic. Thank you. Happy New Year to you both. And. 122nd show, folks. How about that? So with Sarah, Steve, me, Marketing CX, and Healthy Minds Club, our sponsors, that's today's team, folks. Wow. Here we go. Boom there we are boom so uh yeah oi oi people and hi gang it's leaders live showtime folks and uh hurrah and huzzah <laughs> i love that i'm gonna laugh at my own jokes again and uh it's just after 8 45 a.m here in the uk and we are live 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 on leaders live spreading the love folks Spreading the love, yabba-dabba-doo. Hope you enjoyed the groovy opener uh, as well, gang. And uh, this week we're delighted that we've been powered by Healthy Minds Club, this week's sponsor. And uh, look out for who's sponsoring us each week. Oh, and please let me know if our audio is coming through to okay as well. Uh, it looks like it is because people are joining up. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, if you're new to Leaders Live, a warm welcome to you. And Leaders Live is a dynamic uh, weekly talk show that generates business through networking, through community and extraordinary conversations that inspire. And uh, yeah, as I mentioned in the countdown, I'm Andrew Jenkins and I host this interactive uh, weekly Leaders Live show that's built up an awesome community of like-minded leaders just like you folks joining in and this is the first show after the the christmas celebrations and we're into the new year so happy new year everybody so please don't be shy would love you to love 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 you to introduce yourself join in interact with the comments please um yeah and ask questions too as we go along and we've got three simple rules a safe community mutual respect and please no selling in the room and our motto here is i to the power of we and an uh, easy way that you can show some support for this free um, show and the time and effort we put into it is to use the little app called buymeacoffee.com buymeacoffee.com forward slash leaders live buy me five and you get a free half an hour coaching session folks what's to like about that and uh, the link will be in the feed uh, uh, very shortly and uh, in fact I could just do a quick test I think just while we're just talking hopefully we can do a quick test show you what it looks like just a bit of fun and oh there we go and uh, all proceeds uh, go back into the show, folks. So uh, that's how it works. So it's just a bit of fun. And uh, please smash those likes as well, folks. And uh, those thumbs up. We really appreciate that. Keeps us motivated as we're going along. I can see plenty of people joining in. So that's good Good. good to know as well. So, phew, put it all together. What have you got? Yep, you've got it. Bibbidi, bibbidi, bobbidi, boo. And you'll be singing that song all day. So let's bring up our Leaders Live hangout guest this morning morning steve how you doing steve whittle
1: yeah good morning yeah thanks for having me on this is um not, not your usual topic so i'm really grateful that you're uh, giving the charity the platform
0: yeah thank you and uh yeah and we're delighted to have you this is a really serious topic today and uh, we don't shy away from those difficult topics in leaders live and today's no exception um because we're looking at male suicide and its stigma and uh, we think this is an important step in fostering and understanding support, folks, so for you guys listening live. Um, and so, you yeah, know, this topic will require us all to have a bit of sensitivity, some care, some empathy and to create that safe space this morning, folks, to talk about this difficult subject. So, you know, hopefully we can engage in a thoughtful conversation that explore the perceived barriers preventing you know men from seeking help and in addressing critical issue and uh, yeah so Steve just why you know just as we're starting in just give us a little bit of background why, why did you start Tough to Talk you know where and where are we heading today so give us a quick sort of background Steve in terms of um, some context for us.
1: Yeah absolutely I um so I, I know most people don't know me on this platform but I you know mm. I, I regard myself as quite manly, quite butch, man's man. <laughs> um, I used to be in the forces and I yeah. used to work in the fitness industry and I used mm. to you know, I've been a life coach and I've done all these quite masculine kind of roles and uh, mm. um, so it was in 2020 2022 um, I had my my third and last attempt on taking my own life mm. um, and it was uh, the first time that I told anybody about it mm. and um, if anybody wants to read that story it's actually on the the website it's the first block but what happened was is I spoke up for the very first time, completely stepped outside my comfort zone, and I was told constantly by um the crisis team that I'm not alone. I'm not on my own on this, lots of men feel this way, and ultimately, I just went, that's crap, that's total crap because I know thousands Technical of men term. Mm. yeah, <laughs> I know thousands and thousands of men, and none of them feel like I do, and yeah. so I then researched it i just researched why, you know why are people telling me this when i know it's not to be true And it turns out that it is true and um the the stats um along men not talking about their crises their issues and suffering from uh, and going through suicide behaviors mm. uh, is huge and yes. it's not being dealt with and that's why we started uh tough to talk
0: uh, and brilliant for you as well and gosh what a story as well steven thank you for just giving us a, a a small you know um what am i looking for here just a small highlight in terms of you know your own story here so you're talking from experience here which is absolutely brilliant and thank you for sharing that and uh, we've got an audience question as well to kick us all off with so you know we've got a few people online already so please join in um and interact with us uh, as we're going along steve you've got have you got the audience question or do you want me to say it for you
1: if you would not mind to saying if it's in front of you that would be yeah, great. Yeah, I
0: can I can find that. So look, many of us folks um, may know somebody who has been affected by so the mental health challenges or suicide and how do you think open conversations about male suicide can prevent or or sorry, can make a positive impact in our communities? so uh how do you think open conversations about male suicide can make a positive impact in our communities that's today's that's today's um um audience question. so please feel free to interact with that you know how it goes for those of you that are on the show all the time um start the interaction off for us and uh, we can all engage with that and thank you for tilly and sarah for putting that in the feed that's brilliant And uh, yeah, while we wait for the comments to catch up, um, I just want to introduce Mrs. Moderator. Hello, Sarah Jenkins. How are you doing? Happy New Year.
2: Good morning. Happy Mm. New Year. It's good to be back. Uh, I'd like to say, yeah, we're starting the new year with a bang. Start as we mean to go on Mm. tackling difficult issues and topics. And um, it's good to see a lot of people back. It's nice to see uh, Matthias and Jonas and uh, Kieran and Anita and Laurie. Um, Brilliant. Do do add on the comments, and if you're online and you've not piped up yet, do just put a hello in the comments so, yeah, we, know so we know we know who you are. You're there and listening, but yeah, um, yeah I, I think this is an issue that fly people are reluctant to talk about in businesses, and because they're worried what are they're going to uncover, and whether yeah. that's because they don't feel equipped to to know how to deal with it. Or whether they just rather brush it under the comment and, and under the carpet and pretend it's not there. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, we were talking earlier, weren't we, um, the three of us, about, you know, um, you know, what's in it for businesses. And, you know, our businesses is a bit scared of this topic because it's quite it's quite a thorny topic. Right. So uh, it will hopefully be addressing that as well. You know, and, and the business connection to that is what we intend to be doing today. Uh, the, all of these things are important so uh yeah let's um let's bring steve back in again so here's here's our steve and uh let's just give you a quick round of applause steve while we're, we're, we're at it so <laughs> hey feel the love mate feel the love uh, <laughs> so let's just let's just bring back the uh let's just start with the first question here so we're talking you know a leaders live with quite a diverse um we like to t- to pick topics that have a diversity angle to them and, you know, affect all genders. So, you know, the audience, and we might be wondering why we're only addressing male suicide and not both agendas. What say you, Steve, to that?
1: Well, (laughs) um, I think because of diversity and inclusion, we should absolutely be just focusing on men right now, you know, men make up 48% of the population. So I think they are a minority group and they happen to be struggling (laughs) The most with um uh, dealing with uh, thoughts of suicide and mm. um men are dying by suicide three times the rate of women three so times. They're, wow. they're, um, their um wheel is squeaking the loudest and needs the most oil and I think it's this is not a zero-sum game all suicide is bad um, mm. but men and women need to come together to be able to address, address this issue and we need to focus on what are the main reasons why men um are not talking about their crises and and there's a there's a couple of reasons why they're not which i hope we'll we'll, we'll cover today yeah we will do
0: yeah so i didn't realize that three times the amount that there's a big reason why we're talking about male suicide today that's that's huge isn't it my gosh and you know steve can you provide some stats for us here on the current state of sort of male suicide rates and you know what are the yeah let's start there
1: well When I first started uh, looking into this, um, Mm. the stats were the thing that really stuck out to me. The first stat that stuck out was that suicide is the number one preventable cause of death on the planet. The number one. We lose somebody to suicide on the planet every 40 seconds.
0: 40 seconds.
1: That's unbelievable. And we know that um, three out of four of those are men. Um, So it's, it's massive. And we... What's, what I thought was quite interesting, and this highlights uh, women's most women's superpower of empathy and caring, mm-hmm. is that women are attempting suicide uh, three times the rates of men, but men are completing suicide at three times the rates of women. And we know that um, we know that women are being less uh, less successful because of their amazing empathy of the people around them. They often get picked up on what is going on in their lives, and people check in on them, and so on. Um, whereas men, we um, it's a uh, it's believed that eighty percent of uh, men who die by suicide are functioning adults and are not telling anybody, not known to the NHS, not known to um not known to their friends and family as having problems is when it happens you just go oh that was a complete surprise i didn't see that coming didn't see um, that coming yeah. yeah and it's you know the ons have just released the latest stats from 2022 and I've, I've got them here and the suicide numbers have gone up which i think is a complete surprise to everybody because we all believe that more men are talking about uh, mental health Their crises, their issues, um, and being more open. But what actually we do have is it's the same men speaking louder because the suicide numbers are still um, going up. We've got, uh, so it went up, um, I think it went up to like five more, um, five more suicides, no, so 50, went up by 59 more suicides uh, this year um and so we've got uh, on average about 12 men dying a day by suicide and four women
0: gosh say that again 12 12 men men a
1: day on average and four women
0: and that's in the uk i take it is that
1: um yeah but now we but we have to um but why are men dying more they choose they choose um uh the most uh graphic ways of dying They, they there is very little chance of them coming back from it um and we know the reasons why this why this happens but there is often uh they, they just choose the most um i can't the way were, yeah but the most complete way that they the will come back from that and of course they're not letting people know so they don't get interrupted and they'll get um and they don't obviously get the help uh, prior to doing that.
0: Gosh, yeah. So
1: I'm um, just not, just putting in here the most lethal ways. Lethal was the word I was looking for. The
0: most lethal ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was fascinated by you know actually. So so women attempt three times more than men, but don't complete because actually they're better connected. They've got better support mechanisms we're thinking, yeah. um so they don't go through the completion. But they have the thought processes right and uh, interesting. But but three times yeah. more men actually Absolutely. end up
1: completing. More I really lethal. hate this phrase. They'll go. They'll say, "Oh, it was a, a cry for help." It was, um, which often then get, leads to people saying it's attention seeking. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to um, uh, women, when they when they are going through uh, thoughts of suicide, but they um, but actually, a cry for help is exactly that. It is they've got to their wits end. They've got to the end. That's it. All right. So fine. If if I can't get any help any other way, then I'm doing this. And if they then do that and they tell you, it's not because they're attention seeking. It's because they're at wits end. They're at they wit's end. Yeah, that needs dealing with. Yeah, need dealing with. Um, mm. So that bothers me a little bit. But, yeah, um, yeah, women do tend to talk more and they get spotted more.
0: Okay, so let's just give you a quick break. Mrs Moderator, what's going on the feed? There's some interesting stuff going on in the feed. Pick it up for us. There is some
2: interesting stuff in the feed. Yeah. Um Matthias makes a really good point that uh, we must talk about this toxic, max, ma- bleh, I can't speak this morning, masculine <laughs> traits that young lads are being raised on way too often. Stop using the phrase like man up or don't show your feelings. It's a disgrace, etc. We all have feelings and they are val- perfectly valid and it needs a massive change. Um, asking for help and assistance is strength, not weakness.
0: Lovely. Well said,
1: um, Matthias. That kind Thank
2: of you. makes me think, you know, mm. as a parent, um, we've got three girls mm. but as you know a, as a parent you, you try and teach your children particularly that it is you know it's important to talk that we are there but if as a parent you're you know teaching your children or you know a, as a boy you you can't express your feelings you have yeah. to be the strongest side, et yeah. you know i think it like a lot of things in life possibly it starts with the parents which as a parent is terrified because it's a massive responsibility but on the other hand you know just think of the influence you have got as a parent to change the way things are perceived you know you start with one person don't you yeah um, and that's your child yeah um
1: what Mateus is saying about the uh, toxic masculinity is so true. We um, and it doesn't get talked enough about, and when it does get spoken about, it often gets talked about how toxic masculinity affects women, and it does. So we should we should talk about that. But in terms of uh, toxic masculinity and men, it's killing men um, because um when men do open up okay you know on the odd occasion they do open up and it is in an environment which is quite toxic they get told oh we often feel like that mate come on man up you know yes. um, you know yeah. just have to have a, get a grip of yourself
0: then,
1: yeah yeah exactly and because they've mm-hmm. had that rejection they're less likely then to do it again tempted again because they don't want to show that vulnerability again um with man up though just as an interesting note we've adopted man up as um uh, the names of our journals and the name of our new book that's coming out mm-hmm. because man up is um the opposite of man up is man down and nobody wants that and if we own the insult it can't harm us because every man should be up and the most masculine thing you can do is take care of yourself and then take care of others and that mm-hmm. is truly manning up um so that's why we've adopted it
2: yeah it's changing the Thank perception of, of the uh, the perceived insult isn't it yeah yeah um i just want to highlight graham i am so sorry to read your comment um graham's nephew sadly committed suicide seven oh. weeks ago and i would imagine that is incredibly raw mm. and it shows the need yeah. for significant investment in the area graham you have yeah. our heartfelt
0: absolutely sympathy and
2: cannot cannot imagine what that's like
0: no uh, yeah that's really gone through me that has uh, yeah. so sorry to hear yeah. that graham
2: yeah. I, I suppose it's not surprising though is it when we're talking about this there are going to be people going yeah mm. me too um, yeah. another comment from um i'm assuming this is a gentleman called rafe new good morning rafe not seen you on the feed before mm. mental health in men seems to be a hidden topic I found in my work how often there is an intergenerational context. Do you agree?
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. You, um, mm. Yeah. So it is. Yeah, I know Rafe. I <laughs> met him. I met him before a networking event. Hey, Rafe. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> Hi, Rafe. So it is, it's
1: not, it's not, um, I'm not sure. I, as much as a hidden topic, but it is a stigma. So there is a stigma around talking about it. So that's why we're always talking, And you see here, we're trying to create tough talkers in organizations to be able to have these difficult conversations because it's, it's a hidden topic or a tough talk, topic to talk about if you're the person going through it mm-hmm. because then obviously the stigma, stoicism, that vulnerability, the shame, all those things that will, may stop you from talking. But also then there's all the, the people who want to talk about it and help people don't know what to say. What can mm. they say? Can, I mean, I get asked all the time, can you use the word suicide? Well, you absolutely must use the word suicide. Yes, um, would you say, use? there's yeah. no yeah, There's no other words. Well, well, often mm. oh, I can come back to that in a second, but mm. we, um, we don't know we we worry that if we talk start talking about the subject, are we more likely to get people to do it? Which is not true. It's a massive myth. If you if you talk about suicide to somebody who is considering suicide, um, you're not going to make them do it any sooner. Most mm-hmm. of the time, they have a plan, they know how they're going to do it, and you're not going to speed that process up. Um, so we, we do need to talk about it more. So with tough talkers, we need to get people who are suffering you know, comfortable enough to talk about it, and then people in their environment to be able to talk about it. But with regards to um, suicide, you when you intervene with somebody who is having suicide behaviours, um if you're not confident in the words that you're using you can sometimes say something like you're not going to do something stupid are you Mm. now if you're the person going through suicide behaviors suicide is the solution to your problem and that's not stupid so of course they will say no i'm not going to i'm not doing something stupid uh because the thing they're going to do is the solution Uh, so you need to use the word suicide because you need to get down to the bottom of of what they're doing
0: Mm yeah i like i like the way you express that yeah don't use the word st- stupid because it's to them it, it's perfectly logical right yeah, this is, absolutely. This, i'm with you i'm with you and, and, uh, and thanks. in all
1: cases i, was, I just in case i get to say mm. this later in all cases um people don't want people who are having suicide thoughts don't want to die they just want their pain to stop to go
0: away ah okay so, it's a so
1: we so if we can figure out what their pain is then we and we can help them take that away we'll have so many more uh, people are left on the planet gosh
0: i hadn't appreciated that this is about stopping the pain and yeah. this is the the most simple way of doing it for you know when your head's in that space i'm um is that yeah
1: yeah okay yeah this is why we use the uh the acronym of hope which is hold on pain ends and this is why mm. they have the um they use the semicolon which is pause but carry on because if you've got time to pause you can figure out your pain and then you don't have to take the next step. So it's pause. but carry on. So hold on, pain ends.
0: I like that. Hold on, pain ends. So time, pause to figure it out, right? So that's that's part of the solution there I'm taking, I'm guessing, helping yeah. men to pause just for a moment rather than just go ahead. Gosh. Yeah, okay. Okay, let's just bring back Sarah. Is there anything else? Mrs. Moderator, is there anything else you want to bring up right now before um, we move on?
2: Yeah, Anita, um, she Hmm. says, I find men tend to open up to women more than Mm. to men. Is that common or just a snapshot of her own environment?
0: Mm, Nice question.
1: I would love that to be common. That would be absolutely amazing. I think, Anita, what you might have done is created an amazing environment. Um, So, you know, kudos to you. That is great. But what we find is um, through the data is that um, now, again, I'm talking specifically about men here with men who are considering suicide as an option, they're not talking to anybody, whether you're a man or a woman. The um, We know from the, the data that comes back from all the inquests that I've had, that uh, men reach out to at least one person in the six weeks prior to them dying by suicide. Uh. And, and it's either missed or dismissed. And it's not dismissed because we don't care. Uh, and it's not missed because we don't care, but it's just, um it could have been that they'd said listen i'm not feeling i'm not feeling myself at the moment i'm feeling really down and again it could have been something quite toxic and said come on we often feel like that that's okay let's go for a pint so it was dismissed um or it could have been just a passing comment um that was then missed i mean if somebody made an obvious comment like well i'm hoping it would be obvious if somebody made a comment in a workplace um and they said oh, well that won't matter next week and you knew that person. You you knew that person had nothing coming up next week. Gosh, would you would you miss that or dismiss that? Would you be brave enough to ask for well, what they mean by that comment? Um, mm. So, uh, with men, it's it's very difficult to pick up on the signs. Uh, very difficult,
0: weeks. right? Yeah. Um, there was a. Um, there was a documentary, I can't remember his surname now, but Roman, um son of um famous Spandau yeah. Ballet singer, yeah. he talked about this, didn't he? Um well uh, he, there's a beautiful documentary by by him on, on catch up and stuff. The, just one thing that he said, and you might have a link to that, Steve, I don't know, but or you you know you pick this this theme up a minute. But you know, he would say, Look, yeah, ask twice because he had no idea his best friend um was going to complete suicide at all. He had no idea. And one of the things that he he now, you know, says to all men is, look, learn to ask twice because men don't necessarily tell you, but they will hint at, as you've just said, reaching out, you know, and yeah. little hints. Can you tell us a bit more about that, Steve?
1: Yeah. So um, I'm fine is the most common answer from uh, men. And again, I'm sure that comes from women, too. So people who are watching this, please know that i'm focusing primarily on men but yeah i'm fine so i'm when, fine
0: yes okay um,
1: so when you ask somebody oh yeah how are you doing i'm fine it's I'm not fine. you're not really asking how they're doing it's, it's, just, a it's, it's just, just a platitude it's just a platitude just like saying hello yeah. um and it's i'm fine so it is it is a real problem so but if you genuinely if you genuinely cared about what that person was going through if we took a moment to genuinely mm. care we would ask properly um, and so, um, there's, a, there's a, an interesting story about a, a construction company that has an induction process. Now of bringing people onto this site and the foreman always takes them to one sentence and says, your mental health is really important to me. And I'm going to ask you every day on a scale of one to 10, um, what you are. And if you're anything less than a five, we're going to have a conversation.
0: That's brilliant.
1: And, Um, and then he explains, he says, because if you're not on your a game, if your mental health is not great. Um, then we are all in danger on the side because it's a dangerous place for you not to be on your a-game and um it works so well now that he often gets asked what his number is um before he's even asked anybody else because Definitely. it's become normal for those men to interact in that way um so yeah we need to to ask more and one of the one of the other problems that we have as well is that everything that men it's, this is men and women as well but it's mostly men men are very black and white there's a problem let's fix it mm. um, is we we often lump everything under mental health and so when we start talking about mental health to men and um, they'll often switch off because they haven't got a mental health problem they haven't got a mental health problem that's causing them to think about suicide um so there's a really good quote if you don't mind me reading it from headspace no, please do yeah um, and they say, suicide is rarely the result of a single event or factor, but is understood as a complex interplay of biological, psychological, and environmental factors uh, that leave a person feeling desperate and hopeless about life. So a lot of the time it can be not about um, um, about their mental health. So I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here, but I just want to mm. share that.
0: No, please do. There's, yeah. there's
1: five key factors that we often look at when uh, yes, looking at uh, people who are on a who are on a continuum towards suicide behaviors Mm. Um, and one of those is current life events so that could be that in their current life right now they could be in debt they may have their wife might have left them they are not being able to see their kids they might be having substance abuse there might be something going on in their life that is a factor that they are dealing with uh, then they have uh, biological factors, so they might have like a, a genetic problem, they have brain chemistry problems, they might be poorly, they might have cancer, they might have something that they're going on. Then they have identity factors, which is, you know, I'm, I'm a man, I'm, I'm a gay man, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know what I am, you know, it could be all of those kind of things. It might be even a, a gender factor where there might be a man working in an office full of women and he doesn't feel his place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course there's past history so you might have a past history of trauma homelessness the care system um, abuse now if you look at those four factors at the moment none of those would be identified as a mental health problem mm-hmm. because the fifth factor is psychological problems they are factors that um, could be mental health disorders or phobias you know something to do with your mental health mm-hmm. um, so when we talk about uh, men struggling and we say listen if you're struggling come speak to a therapist come and speak to this mental health person speak to the samaritan speak to calm you know phone the nhs 111 speak to a therapist it all sounds like it's a mental health problem but if you've got a man who is uh, got a past history of gambling and drinking who has whose wife has just left him and she's been awful to him and not letting him see the kids um his job is under pressure all of those things are going on none of those are a mental health problem so it's a communication issue, even though we know we talk to the same person when we're, we're not using language and tone of voice that men will relate to. So that's why we're working with companies to change, you know, how they talk and what they talk about uh, when they're talking about issues that, that these factors that would affect men.
0: Interesting. Interesting. And those factors again, folks, where. Um... So first of all current life events like um divorce um you know change in, in circumstance in marriage drugs alcohol etc um second one was biological so if someone's severely ill or you know sudden shock those kind of things um identity factors you know like you know gender um you know, being gay those kind of things can cause difficulties past history trauma abuse homelessness and then psychological and none of those folks none of those are mental well-being or mental health issues. They're different from that. And Steve, you've said that that's really down to communication, and you know it's a communication yeah. issue and finding one's voice and helping men to to find that voice. Thank you. Let's just bring Sarah in again. Just give you a quick break. All I say is yeah. it is, they
1: will lead. They all have the potential to then lead into poorer mental health, which poorer mental health. Is yeah, so but it's
0: just not that. seen as mental health, is it? Yeah, well, a man. You no, know, not yeah, certainly exactly. not for a man. You know, yeah. he's, he's not dealing with a
1: mental health issue. He's
0: dealing with a life issue. Yeah, a life issue, right? Okay, and there's that delineation in in a male mind potentially.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: thank you. Right, Mrs. Moderator.
2: Oh, so much to choose yeah. from. Um, just yeah yeah, graham makes a really good point but we all have mental health and at times it's good at times it's not so good Mm. recognizing that it fluctuates is really helpful so we don't all have to be amazing all the time or you know completely traumatized all the time it will fluctuate really good point graham
0: that is a good point hard for blokes to come to terms with that though you know when they're out of sorts it feels really strange doesn't it for a lot of men so including myself actually so yeah thank you graham
2: Mm. Um, Matthias makes um a good point that there are many things that we can look at for the reasons why I'm gonna praise you this a bit. Yeah. Um, it can be connected with all sorts of factors such as loneliness, long term stress, breakup. Never before have more young people felt isolated or alienated at school or work, sitting alone for most of the day, then going home where many of them continue sitting alone. Um it's such a demanding schedule that you don't have time necessary to talk to colleagues, so your social aspect is gone. So, yeah, working from home, your social aspect can be completely different. Um, they have a good initiative in Bergen called the Psychiatry Alliance. Mm. Um, the organisation works on helping those struggling from depression, addiction or mental illnesses to have a meeting space to sit down and talk, play football, go for a walk, doing something, all free of charge. So Wonderful. it's about bringing those safe spaces, isn't it, that um, people feel that they can go to? Yeah, Um, well,
1: and that's fantastic. So one of the massive issues that we've got at the moment is that you have things like those spaces, like Man Club and Man Shed and all those other places where men can go to to get into. But the men who are in those spaces are are a lot less likely to die by suicide because they're getting the help they need, they're getting the support they need, they've recognized they've got a problem. It's those men who are not going to those spaces. How do we get to those men to say, listen, this space will be really good for you without them having to admit that they have a problem, that they are vulnerable, that they are feeling a certain way. How do we get the majority of men who would not be willing to go to those spaces to do that? And that's where we come in. That's what we're targeting. We're targeting the uh, majority of men who are not willing to get the help because of yeah. stigma gender bias uh, sorry the generational gender bias the stoic nature of man you know um you know all, all of those things the toxic masculinity that men are suffering from we need to break those down and show them that being masculine is about taking care of yourself
0: yeah and that's what tough to talk is doing, isn't it? It's that first port of call, Steve, before that, you then move them on to another resource potentially. Is that what you're suggesting there?
1: Well, we're not crisis support. There are no, already indeed. amazing yeah. people out there. Yeah. So the Samaritans, yeah. Mike, Papyrus, all of those guys, they're amazing. Mm. We don't want to step on their toes. What we want to do is get the people who are not speaking to them to indeed. speak to them. Indeed. So we, uh, we work with organisations to create, uh, to put tough talkers into your organisation. Right. So men in leading positions who... Uh, can help get rid of that cognitive dissonance, yes. you know, dissonance and i'm successful and i'm willing to talk about my issues mm-hmm. uh, and you could be successful too and talk whilst having your own issues and we provide um men who are trained in understanding suicide intervention so they understand recognizing signs um uh, and con- trained in how to intervene um and then save someone's life okay. so and then okay. but also how do they get their organization to do more so they're working from within to get that top down bottom up approach
0: yeah and as you said um you mentioned uh, one particular business that the leader of that business uh, has, i thought was a game changer would ask everybody in the business look you know how are you feeling out of a scale of 10 and if it's less than 5 we will have a conversation right what a game changer that is is that yeah. one of the methods of identifying you know and these kind of small snippets of hints and clues that um people considering suicide may be leaving as a trail of breadcrumbs
1: yeah so it's so the scale the one to ten scale thing is really just to mm. um stop it just being a um morning how you doing i'm yeah. fine
0: yeah yeah stop fine that. It's yeah, about yeah actually platitude taking,
1: taking an interest in that person and actually getting to the bottom of yeah. what it is. and what we're trying to promote is what do you what do you what do you know about a person what do you see that uh, that person doing Uh, and what do you hear that person saying we need to um if if especially as men in male dominated spaces you know Mm. quite toxic banter filled environments um if we can care more so for example i know uh, my partner who's probably listening they've got such a tight group of ladies that if one of their friends lost their father you know maybe their father died they would gather around there'd be phone calls there'd be all of that kind of stuff we know that we're in the men in the same environment we get asked oh so-and-so lost his dad did you ask him how he was mm. um yeah he said he was fine yeah because we don't and what and that's pick up on the signals mm. yeah and that's something that we know so we know that person has just lost somebody Mm. What are we doing to take an interest in that person to to make sure they're okay? Yeah, and then what do we see? So normally, you know, if we see a if we see a guy who is normally, you know, really well kept and he's you know he's healthy, he's doing loads of great stuff, and then but over a period mm. of time, we see this person just start drinking more alcohol, being less kept, maybe um, caring less about what they're doing at work. That's what we see, right? So. Because we see that what are we going to do about that are we just going to ignore that miss it or dismiss it what are we going to do or are we going to inter we going to intervene and then what do we hear you know what do we hear about what do we hear that person say you know is it something as obvious as that won't matter next week you know are we are we hearing that this person is all of a sudden sorting out a will sorting out sorting out uh, giving away all their possessions and Mm. you know all those things and you you go "Well, why is this person doing this right change of behavior yeah yeah, so we need to take more interest in the people around us especially as men right we need to take more responsibility
0: and picking up those cues and clues a little bit more readily and really thinking through stuff instead of just the platitude hey you're all right he's fine he said he's fine so you know ask twice for example and do you just figure it all out a little bit more and Just think about that person and care for them, like women do for each other. Men need to do something similar in a masculine way. So I'm picking up Steve. Right? Okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Let's just give you a quick. Sorry, go on, Steve. Yeah, no, carry on.
1: And um, it's just you know because this is Mm. this generational stoic stoicness and generational bias um, is what we're teaching to our children, and we don't mean to Mm. do it. Um, And so when we are, you know, it's really awful. It's when a when a when a young lad falls over, you see it quite often. They are picked up, stood up, and said, "Hey, it's okay. Everything's mm-hmm. all right. You don't. It doesn't hurt. It's fine. Run
0: it off." <laughs> open,
1: right? Keep smiling. Going. Actually, this bloody hurts. <laughs> this bloody hurts. You know, somebody I trust, somebody I yeah. respect, somebody in my life who is my leader is telling me that that doesn't hurt or that doesn't matter. Mm, and but then, it does.
0: Yeah.
1: Then across the way, they see a girl fall over, who is then picked up and often held, mm. and made sure she's okay and she's cuddled. And then the boys thinking, why, why? Why is don't there, I get that? Yeah, yeah. Why is there? Why them They more important. And as they grow up, we get that difference in gender roles on how we how we're treated with our feelings. Yeah. Um, and it's that we. So we need to start looking at that, you know, generationally to move it up. Societal um, so norms know, to, breaking
0: exactly. those yeah
1: yeah absolutely because you can still be masking about it stand them up and go mate i bet that really hurt yeah <laughs> and it's and it's, and it's okay because the pain will stop okay you know yeah. you can still be you know masculine but yeah. it's like acknowledge um pain and talking about it
0: it's that back to that hope thing again isn't it hold on the pain will go you know the, the pain ends yeah Okay. Yeah, hold
1: on paying hands,
0: yeah. Uh, exactly. Okay, Mrs. Moderator, what's going on the feed? There's loads going on the feed. Let's pick there up. There is some lots
2: of these. going on. So I'm gonna price you a bit and, and mix mm. a bit up. Um, yeah, please do,
0: yeah. <clears throat>
2: the pandemic, Steve, has the pandemic made a difference?
0: Oh
1: yeah. Okay, so yeah. the ONS stats show that actually going into the pandemic, there was a slight drop. Ah, okay. And then um it started to go up again. Um mm. but I'm not sure that it's I'm not sure how well connected it is to the pandemic. You would have thought when you that with the yeah. pandemic it would have gone up. But um, again, this is a, um, there's a really good book called the uh, making of manhood. If anybody ever wants to read that, which is making like of manhood. manhood, making of manhood, which is a collation of all the anthropological studies that we've done about, um, about how men have become masculine. And it talks about, um, and it still happens today. For thousands and thousands of years, men are brought up to go through a rite of passage. They happen less nowadays, um, but they are brought up to be um, strong and serve. So who do you serve? So when things like the pandemic happen, men automatically by default go, this is, this is a you know, crap show. We need to help sort this out. And actually they
0: they, rose they, to they it.
1: try and fix the problem. So actually their own problems become less important. Um, and it's when we've got more time on our hands to think about how our own problems are, then it becomes more of a problem.
0: Okay, yeah, when we get more time to think through our own stuff, yeah. Okay, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Uh, Sarah?
2: Yeah, just also want to mention, Audrey, you've asked about sharing it on Facebook. Uh, for those people who are new to the show and don't know, this show um, comes out as a podcast a few days after we've done the live broadcast. So it can be rewatched on YouTube, on Andrew's um, Leaders Live website, or it's on all the podcast channels as well. So there's loads of different ways that people can listen to it. So please do share, um, because obviously the more we put it out there, the more that people need to know. Um, Let's have a look. So
0: Thanks, Audrey. That's brilliant. Wow.
2: uh, 33,000
0: users. My gosh, look at that. Yeah. Anita Anita. says,
2: one cue um, she's heard about is when somebody's being depressed or anxious, they suddenly cheer up only to take their life a week or a few days later. Is that common? There
1: you go. Steve nodding away there. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you know? So, all of a sudden, this guy who is the grumpiest man on the planet, all of a sudden, is um, really chipper <laughs> for no reason, nothing. But you don't know. You don't know of anything that's happened. It's not like they've met somebody and got married or something like that. And you, you know, that's probably why they're happy now. Go and check because they've made a decision that's going to fix their problem. They're in pain. They've come up with a solution so they can be happy now because mm-hmm. it'll.
0: Indeed. Thank you. Anything else,
1: Sarah?
2: Going back to the working from home, people have completely forgotten the benefit or the adverse side effects of being isolated and on your own working from home. So it comes back to balance, doesn't it, within companies? um but i think the other thing that i wanted to highlight which is not from the comments but you know we have a lot of business leaders who listen to this you know if you're in your business going actually yes this is amazing get in touch with steve and do something about it because it's so easy isn't it to listen to something and go that is absolutely what needs to happen And then we blink, life goes on and we don't do anything. So, you know, we must have an audience with guys who are in business, who are okay, and actually who could have a massive impact on others in their organization. So please, please, please get in touch with Steve.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that all business leaders care about their teams, right? (laughs) Let's let's assume for a second that that none of you care about your teams and you only care about your bottom line, right? Um, the, we that we know that's never going to
0: happen in business, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> we know that for every every pound that you invest in um, mm. helping people with their mental health in crisis, you'll get about five pounds sixty pence back, because we know that uh, it's between thirty three and forty two billion pounds lost each year um, to businesses in the UK uh, because of um, absenteeism or presenteeism uh, from staff who are struggling with crisis who are not dealing with them. Um, and, <coughs> excuse me, if you had a look at your EAP data, you'll find that a lot less men are taking up EAP data. More women are What's having... What's
0: the... APA data? What's that?
1: Yeah, so your um, employee assistance program. Your employee so assistance. They're accessing it a lot less. Women are generally taking more mental health days off uh, because they are brilliant and they have empathy and they, and they understand, hey, this is not right, I'm going to do it. Whereas men are not doing that. So men will true. be off for things like, I've got a bad back that only lasts a couple of days, which is mm. a bit odd, isn't it? Mm. So they're off for, 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 for more physical reasons, but actually it's probably a mental health reason and they're not dealing with it. So actually, if we dealt with all of that, absenteeism would go down, presenteeism would improve. Um, so the money lost, you your retention would improve, your recruitment would, needs would go down. Uh, so it, you know, if it was just a you know I only cared about money, This is a great way of, you know, saving and
0: making it. Yeah, I'm with you. So if you care about the bottom line, then this has a direct link to the bottom line, right? Is what you're saying?
1: Yeah,
0: got it. Okay. Now we did this poll, Steve, about um, societal expectations, Um, and what do you perceive as the primary barrier preventing men from seeking help? address male suicide and we had stigma reluctance to talk shame and embarrassment communicating distress i'm guessing all of these are true but you know it's interesting stats here you know apart from the last one um fairly you know fairly equal you know 35 21 36 but then nine percent for communicating distress any thoughts on any of those steve anything you want to add to to that
1: well what i thought was brilliant was Mm. that uh, most people picked up on it in the comments that it's all of them and, it's and all is, of them yeah that is, is very true of course the stigma around um showing vulnerability mm. uh, in today's mm. society um is is massive so they're not going to show that vulnerability that reluctance to talk is a combination of the communicating distress as well so it's i, I don't want to talk and also i don't know how to talk how to how talk to a... right
0: don't yeah, know don't yeah um, don't know how to talk yeah okay
1: yeah. Mm. and also men have a limited I know there's most men who are on here who don't, I'm sorry, but most men have a limited emotional vocabulary. We know from studies with children um, and teenagers, when we ask them to describe the feelings from emojis, a lot of the time boys only tend to recognize anger or happiness, and a few others. they don't. And so having a limited vocabulary about how you're feeling is a real pressure. So often it comes out as frustration and angry. Uh, So that can be really... Um, really difficult, um, but yeah, the shame and embarrassment is a as another one because we are we're supposed to be strong and masculine, and we are strong and masculine. Mm. But when we've previously spoken out, we've been berated for it, and social media doesn't help. Social media outs men all the time.
0: Uh, social media outs men all the time. In terms of what way, Steve?
1: Well, so we uh, so we that we're either um, we're either displayed as toxic, okay. uh, so we are bad for women. We're either displayed as a bumbling fool. If you look at any TV program on the um, on television where the, the the man is the sidekick, he's often seen as a you know a bumbling fool who does all of that kind of stuff. I, I mean, I know I, I'm going to start to sound like an MRA now, a male rights mm-hmm. activist. I'm not, but there's just little subtle things happening in life all the time. You know, when uh, a woman has a baby, for example, um, you it's it's massively traumatic for the woman, but the man always gets left behind he's always seen in the background carrying the pram in and doing everything else like that and those images are actually used on cards and um, and things like that and you go well you know this is yeah we've we've been left we've been left behind we're uh, we're seen as that person and um and then of course there's i know we're moving on from this but in addition to all of these, there's all of the things that affect men uh, a lot more in life. I know that we've run out of time, but yeah. there's things like loneliness um, is a massive factor for men. Um, they even when they're with people, they're lonely because they're not able to communicate how they're feeling, so they are lonely. Um, homelessness is a massive factor. Eighty-six um, percent of uh, people living rough are men, and they're not prioritized uh, in the same way as women and children, and Mm -hmm. again, that's not a them and us issue. It's just that, you know, um, if you were going to, if you've got limited resources and you are going to prioritise, of course, you're going to prioritise the women and the children. Um, Mm -hmm. But why can't it be prioritise everybody, you know, make more funding available, you know, is that those kind of things, you know, all of those kind of things are um, any factors that affect men more will affect them towards male suicide more. Gosh,
0: yeah. And just thinking about, and we're just coming to the end of the show now. And um, I want to go on to just the business trend in a moment, but just before I do that, Sarah, what, anything else that you want to add from the comments or from the comments not, on the not poll from the or anything like that?
2: Particular. Oh, actually, Anise says facial re- facial expression recognition has been shown to be stronger in women than men, and it probably plays a subtly yet profound role in the topic.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Not, you know, and Steve said not that, what hasn't you he? Say, it's yeah. what you
2: don't say that's written all over your face, maybe
0: yeah yeah uh, but actually hard to describe but actually facial recognition yeah that's, that's interesting i wonder if that could play a part in in helping men to describe that because <laughs> you know, could pick up the facial emotions and yeah. use that as a way of helping men to come to terms with what they're really thinking and feeling yeah. i don't know I just a thought one, one yeah. thing
2: i also wanted mm. to say was um you know we've talked about that it's not necessarily perceived mental health it's crises mm. it can be debt it can be alcohol it can be indeed gambling those are the yeah the triggers it's finding the courage Mm. isn't it i guess to to reach out and admit admit that you have a problem but knowing that actually once you reach out it is fixable yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. in almost every case if you can find that strength to talk you will save yourself that's it and that we just need to get that across people because Oh, no, I'm going to digress a little bit. But if you ask any man on the planet, in fact, ask, ask, ask anybody, what is the solution to uh, overcoming your mental health problems um, or any of these crises, they will almost 100 percent of the time say, "Talk about it,", and, talk then about it. Then, and then if you say to them, "Okay, are you going to talk about your problem?", they'll go, "No," and it's that, <laughs> and it's that cognitive dissonance. It's they know that they know actually talking about my issues will really help me. Mm. But actually uh, talking about my issues, uh, the the barriers of feeling vulnerable, looking weak, you know, going against the grain, you know, all of those all those things outweigh knowing that I'll get that help. And yeah. That's the distance that we have to get over.
0: And that's the bit that helps them to hold on, doesn't it? You know, you said earlier, so the pain can end and it's finding a way, the strength to talk. Uh, because it's tough to talk as you'll uh, we'll come on to that in a moment yeah. but you know just from a business point of view you know and the stigma surrounding the mental health issues that we've picked up today you know what can we do you know what can business leaders do in just taking that one example that you mentioned earlier was fantastic you know the, the score out of 10 and picking on those that are below five out of 10 is we can have a conversation you know yeah. are there any other thoughts that you can add to that you know well the they can start
1: uh, well most, most men aspire to do something else. So they're in the business. They want to be the best at they They want yeah. to move up. They want to move up and everything else like that. So when businesses create safe spaces and open door mm-hmm. policies, men so, aren't so. going to go into them because as soon as they walk into that safe space to have to admit that they have a problem or go through an open door policy to say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm really struggling. Mm-hmm. In their head, the perception is that they've got now a bullseye on their back from all their colleagues who now want their uh. job. And when they speak to their boss, they're they're thinking, well, my boss is now going to pass me over promotion, not giving, give me that project that I want and so on. So they just do not work. So the solutions are, is finding the leaders in those organizations, not just be a leader because they're the CEO, but the leader who might be, you know, for want of a better phrase, I don't know, uh, the gobshite on the shop floor who um, everybody looks to, you know, find all of these people in the business and get them to start to become the tough talkers, to be talking about these men's issues, get them trained up um, and get their stories on the internet, on the internet and say, I'm I've had. Um, I'm the CEO of this business, but I had to take three months off because I, I had a, a, a mental health problem, um, but I saw help, I got this, I've now come back stronger. And then everybody, the men around them will go, that cognitive dissonance will start to disappear because actually I can be successful in spite of the issues that I'm having. We do that enough, that will filter out to families, start to filter into generational um biases.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So that so I've just got that right. So that, that's having leaders in the organization that have trained specifically to help on a confidential basis. Is that is that what you're suggesting? That yeah. people have got people yeah, to yeah. go to without thinking they're gonna be affected because yeah. they've just told the boss their weakness. Yeah, but
1: also they're tough talkers. Yeah. So they oh, will okay. take the conversation. To the people, they don't just wait for it. They are proactively talking about these things.
0: Mm. Yeah, um, Dr. Laurie Hales, and congratulations on the doctor. By the way, I've just noticed this here in the chat. Um, anything to say about that? There than just what she's just said there. Find people with social capital. That's just interesting.
1: Um, yeah. So, um, because the, again, we we often listen to the loudest voices, not to okay. the most. So people with um, the largest social capital who can then spread the voice, spread the mm. word um, are really important. So that's why I was talking about you know, the guy on the shop floor who everybody listens to. He may not be a Please. leader by title, yeah. but he is a natural leader of those people around them. Let's get them inspiring other people. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, brilliant. Look, we're running out of time, as always, I'm afraid. And uh, I'm really pleased that we've discussed this really tricky conversation. And if you want to get hold of Steve, this is Steve's website here, Tough to Talk. Um, And it's a great website here. And, uh, you know, I've been involved with Steve for a while now, just talking about this whole thing. And it's just fantastic to have you on the show, talking about this stuff, is there anything you want to say about your book as well that you're writing? Um, which is the is that the man up book? Is it no the yeah. uh, man down book?
1: Well, no, it's man. It is man up. It is man up. Um, yeah, they've done that specifically to trigger people to go. What, what's about? It's a selection of stories from men. It's 21 stories from men who have had those identity fact or those factors that we spoke about earlier, mm. suffered all of those and come out the other side. Um, we've got a fabulous psychologist who gives an overview of what's going on. Um, all the book, all the money raised from the book will go to the charity, so we can provide understanding suicide intervention training courses for companies uh, and organisations. Um, but the book is is the first one of its kind, and um, we're, we're really really proud of it. And it's actually been entered. Uh, we're hopefully going to be entered for a reward, which is going to be amazing. So we're uh, hopefully that'll be really good. But, um uh, can you repost the website? Oh yeah. Someone's asked for yeah,
0: that. Yeah. That's long, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The book's really good. But we've also got a man up journal,
0: yeah.
1: which is, um, we have a man up journal, which is a journal for men who don't journal. So men have <laughs> got unfinished journals all over the place. And yeah. this journal is, um, works over three months, which helps you focus on the five key things that men should, uh, that struggle with the most, which is relationship health, w- uh, work, health, um, uh, psycho, uh, psychological health and um, physical health, and so on. So, and he focuses on those, helps you set goals for it. And, and then by the end of the three months, you should have a, a much bigger you know uh, understanding of what you're going through. And um, so, but yeah, we, we do all that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. And the website's just appeared in the chat. So there you go, Laurie, Dr. Laurie. And uh, just a quick reminder look, if you're struggling with this issue right now, then please head over to Steve's website, you know, where you'll find all lots and lots of appropriate resources. And uh, just to repeat that, that's tough to talk.com. Um, yep. uh, so there it is. And yeah, that's really important. And there's lots lots on the website. When's the book coming out, Steve? What's what's you your- can
1: order it on an ebook now. Wow. But yeah. paperback Paper, copy will be out on the sixth of March. Um and if you do go to our website looking for support, that's exactly the page. Get support. Get it's support. been written uh, aimed at men so you'll very quickly find out where you know there is. where you are and yeah. go that's me that's yeah. my number and,
0: and there it know, is at the top of your I website get support there it is so let's just go yeah. to that now let's see if i can click it oh didn't, cool. I, and I know a
1: short of time so get get support, I, yeah. before I, leave it, I just want to leave only with the uh, what do we yeah. know what do we see and what do we hear about the people around us start mm. taking interest in the men around us in those factors and then don't take their first answer that's that's my don't take their
0: first answer i'm fine yeah okay brilliant thank you steve thank you for a really enlightening conversation um wow i'm really pleased that we um we we, i'm really pleased that we've addressed this This it's a really really important topic and thank you so much for coming on and talking about this vital subject for Uh, preventing suicide um for for men and actually you know for women too but essentially for men and uh, just a quick one from sarah i know this is a little bit of a juxtaposition we're doing here a little bit of a dissonance coming here but just a quick cta on on leaders live for us just to finish off um uh sarah
2: yeah just just to remind you you know mm. we we do tackle all sorts of issues if there's mm. anything that you would like us to discuss please pop it in the chat we always say this and nobody does so this <laughs> opportunity yeah come um, on
0: yeah
2: and if you yeah if you found this valuable let's mm. let's try and get leaders live to more people share the links invite people to come on um, yeah if you've enjoyed it and found it useful tell all your friends
0: yeah thank you and please do yeah and this one particularly you know let's spread the word on this particular show because this is massively vital for for everybody and uh just a quick one on next week's the goose for next week where are we going next week a complete change of scene next week and we're talking about perfecting your cv art or science and we've got a uh, director from 410 people jane vincent talking again she's been on the show before as well and we're talking about cv so that'll be really interesting and that's that's you know, timely as well you know, not only is this subject timely for january um uh you know, this subject is also timely for people looking for new jobs and things like that so uh, we think you're going to love it we can't wait and be there or be square and uh, steve is there let's just bring steve back again is there anything finally that you want to drop into the conversation just as we're parting steve
1: um only that uh, that we are a charity and we try and provide uh, loads of courses and training for organizations that um, can't can't afford them so we can help with do this but if you if anybody on here has any uh, would like to help us in any way to help us raise funds to do Mm -hmm. more uh, good Mm -hmm. please get in touch we're always looking for uh, opportunities and you know we maybe you can do something where we can provide training for you guys for something back. we don't just like to beg but if you can help us please get in touch
0: brilliant thank you steve um absolutely and again tough to talk.com is the website if you need some help right now so there we go um thank you again steve and uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna wave goodbye to you now um uh thank you for a very enlightening show and uh thank you for kicking off 2024 with this vital subject um yeah uh, and just just out of interest steve, just a very quick one you know january that's always a tough time for people right for uh, from for um, suicide is that, yeah, have I, got
1: that? I don't I want to ruin blue monday here blue mm. monday is a great sentiment because blue monday is brilliant for getting people talking about uh, problems and, and talking but actually it was created by the holiday
0: yeah i know yeah that's why i didn't mention it's it today
1: yeah. Yeah. So, uh, brilliantly you know um even though mm. it's a myth yeah we've organizations like the samaritans and mind and so on have really embraced it and got people talking so it's an amazing opportunity amazing. but yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's uh, it is a tough month because of sad and those, uh, those kind of things so yeah look after each other even more
0: brilliant thank you that's great and uh yeah we're just gonna We're just going to close out on our outro now because we've run out of time. But thanks for watching, folks. And, uh, yeah, thanks for that myth about Blue Mondays as well. That's really useful. But it's funny how that's worked in all your favour as well. So, yeah, we're going to wave goodbye to you now. Thanks again, Steve, for just being on our show and talking about this very tricky subject. And uh, thanks for everyone who joined in and supported it. And we'll see you again next week, folks. So cheers again. See you again. Bye-bye. Thanks again. Cheers, everybody.